This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. For a while, it looked like the Ontario Liberals had shrugged off the controversy slash scandal surrounding the 2015 Sudbury by-election, where it's alleged that the campaign chair offered a former Liberal candidate a job in exchange for stepping down to to allow Kathleen Wynne's alleged favoured candidate to run. Glenn Tebow won the the seat and has been in the Liberal cabinet ever since. Now it appears that Liberal campaign chair, and yes, the same person is chairing Kathleen Wynne's campaign. Her name is Pat Sorbara, and she will be charged under the Elections Act. These are not criminal charges, but they're serious nonetheless. Uh, All Kathleen Wynne would say about it this morning is that when Ms. Sorbara is charged, and it's uh, clear that that is going to happen, she will step aside. Uh, Is that good enough? Does this resonate with you? Does it affect your own support or lack of support for this government? And will this stick to our very, at the moment, unpopular Premier? The numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now, let's go to Leeds Grenville MPP and Deputy PC Leader Steve Clark. Hello. Hi, Libby. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Well, it's been a busy morning, I'll tell you that. Okay, it certainly has. Uh, what do you make of the news about these charges? Are you surprised? Well, you know, uh, I was one of the uh, the people who, back in December of, uh, of 2014, alerted the OPP and also... Uh, the chief elect, uh, electoral officer, once uh, we uh, heard the tapes um, and the unprecedented report that uh, that the chief electoral officer presented in the legislature back Can, in February Sorry to interrupt. Can you just remind people of what those tapes were? Yeah, so essentially what happened was you had a liberal activist, uh, really a kingmaker up in Sudbury, Jerry Lougheed, was on tape urging uh, the candidate from the previous election, Andrew Olivier, not to run for the Liberal Party in the upcoming by-election. And, and one of the quotes he used was, I come to you on behalf of the Premier. The, the following day after Jerry Lougheed Jr. spoke to Andrew Olivier, Pat Patricia Sorbera, who was then uh, Premier Wynne's Deputy Chief of Staff, also phoned Olivier. Um, you know, he felt bullied. Uh, you know, it was pretty obvious the, the government uh, wanted him to step aside. Uh, there was a comment uh, about whether you uh, could take a uh, an appointment or a position or whatever. You know, you can clearly hear it on the tapes that that were released. They offered him something. Yeah, there there was the there was this conversation about you know what would he like. Um, and, and ultimately, those tapes formed the foundation of not just an OPP investigation, but also a 29-page report that uh, Elections Ontario presented in the legislature, indicating that there were apparent contraventions 
of the bribery laws over the job offers given to Mr. Olivia. Okay, because so, you're not supposed to do that. No, obviously not. And and I think it just speaks to the growing cynicism people have about politicians when in the middle of a by-election you have uh, this incident that uh, that gains wide publicity. So it let, resulted let... in 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 criminal charges uh, being um, being launched about counseling an offense not committed and one count for unlawfully influencing or negotiating appointment. Uh, that was that was uh, given to Mr. Lougheed, but has since been stayed. But the Elections Ontario violations have been ongoing, and, and February of next year would be the two-year statute of limitations before uh, the OPP could move forward. So it was announced uh, yesterday that sometime today uh, that the OPP will be announcing charges uh, under that provincial act, uh, yet to be uh, you know yet to be determined of, of exactly what extent. Uh, they would be uh, against those two individuals, Mr. Lloyd Jr. and Ms. Orbera. But however, it, it really speaks to the Premier herself and the questions that were in question period today surrounded uh, around what the Premier knew, uh, who gave the order, how involved was she in this process? She's been quoted in media saying she's involved in, in every decision in her office. She authorizes or approves pretty well everything that goes on there. So our questions were to the premier: just what 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 do you know? You know, and 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 if the charges are are given to Miss Orbera, will she be stepping aside in her new job as CEO and campaign chair of the 2018 Liberal campaign? Well, well, um, the premier just said yes, she would. She will step aside when she is charged. Yeah, and and, and again, I, I think that was what we had asked her to do uh, many, many months ago. We thought it was the the right thing to do to show Ontarians um, that uh, that you value openness and transparency. Um, you know, now that uh, that that we are hearing about the charges being laid sometime today, the question now we're we're in two by-elections. We're, we've got a by-election in Ottawa Vanier, and one in Niagara West Glanbrook. What is uh, Pat Cerbera, uh What has she been involved in? How can the premier uh, be associated with this uh, this scandal? And you know, what did she authorize? You know, uh, it was pretty obvious if anyone listens to the tapes that uh, that they were calling on the premier's behalf, um, that she knew, uh, or it was alleged that she knew what was going on. And again, I, I think this is the the issue of integrity, uh, openness, and transparency within the uh, the premier's office. Okay, and, and Steve, I, I think what people what, are are justly uh, upset today? What do you say to people who say, "Look, at uh, this is the way party politics is done. Uh, the party." you know, wants to put in their pick for the nominations. Uh, you know, the, the people people get rewarded all the time uh, for various reasons with certain kinds of jobs or whatever else. What, what do you say to people who, who say that? Yeah, well, I, I would point them back, Libby, to, to when Premier Wynne took office. She took office after her predecessor resigned in the wake of the gas plant scandal. And in her very first speech as Premier, she vowed to Ontarians that she will continue to work to earn their trust. And now you've got a situation where her former deputy chief of staff faces bribery charges. Um, I think the scandal has tarnished the highest political office in our province. And I think Ontarians have a right to know what involvement the premier had in this case prior to charges being laid. I, I think it's a very valid question. Okay, Steve, uh, let's take a couple of calls. Uh, we've got Frank in Downsview. Hello, Frank. 
Yeah, listen, Libby. Uh, uh, I I don't believe uh, a word she says because I, a word who says? Well, our premier. Okay, uh, who go- else? You know, I, I think she should be charged just the same as uh, her uh, campaign manager. And not only that, who, who can trust her? She knew about it. As far as I'm concerned, she, she was so close to that gas plant. Now with the hydro, uh, she's on thin water anyway. Uh, and if I go and, and uh, g- try to give a cop a couple of dollars so he doesn't charge me with speeding, it's a criminal offense. What she did is much, much, much bigger. And she, that's not the criminal offense. I, ca- I can't believe it. Well, it's an, it's, if, if it's proven, it's an offense under the Elections Act. So it I is not a criminal that. offense, but it's, an, it's serious. It's not, it's not nothing. No, that's what I mean. She, she, uh, under the uh, Election Act, she gets away. Actually, this should be a criminal offense. Okay. Okay? okay? That's my opinion, anyway. Okay, thank you, Frank. You're welcome. Okay, so let's go to Fred in Toronto. Hello, Fred. Fred, are you there? Fred? Hello. Okay, Fred's gone, uh, but we'll go to Jim in Hanover. Hello, Jim. Hello. Well, that was quite a thing up there, but you know what? You've got to put a lot of the blame on the people in Sudbury for supporting when and voting for the new candidate. Uh, I, I don't know, blame's the right word. Been defeated, right? So go ahead. I'm sure the people up there knew exactly what was going on. One guy's been replaced by somebody that the Wynn government favored, and they supported that. Well, uh, presumably, I mean, I would, I would think uh, that he was supported, the gov- that the party wanted him in there because they thought he would win. Uh, Steve, what do you think of that? Yeah, I, th- I think, uh, you know, certainly Mr. Olivier was a candidate for uh, the party, uh, for the Liberal Party in the uh, 2014 election. And I think he, as the candidate of record, just figured that, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Cimino resigned. It was a very short period of time after uh, the election. Uh, the election was in June. I think Mr. Cimino resigned in November. And, and I think Mr. Olivier came, uh, from what I understand, very close, uh, second to Mr. Cimino. Certainly uh, was all ready to uh, be the the nominee again, and the Premier, who uh, has made uh, public comments that she feels that as leader it should be her right to put the uh, the right candidate in. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't a nomination that uh, most people are associated with, where you have n- multiple candidates and, and they sell memberships and then ultimately have a meeting. This was a bit different. The, 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 the Premier wanted uh, Mr. Thibault, who was crossing the floor federally from the NDP to the Liberals, and she wasn't going to allow anybody to stop it. And, and you know, what was, what was the shocking part was the fact that there were these recordings, because Mr. Olivier was, uh, is a paraplegic and has to tape record conversations because uh, obviously he can't uh, take notes. So this was a way of, of, of him, um, you know, recording the, 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 uh, the meetings that he had with Mr. Lahid and, and Ms. Sorbera over the phone. And it's very clear, anybody that listens to the, uh, the tapes can hear the conversation. And, and, I, and I, again, I go back to the Premier. You know, I think she needs to look beyond her own self-interest 
And I think she needs to try to preserve any integrity that's left in the office. And, and I think until the legal matters are dealt with with both those people, that she should step aside and, and she should, uh, you know, she should... Uh, the premier you know, should step aside. Well, well during, especially during the, uh, the legal matters uh, that are going to be dealt with. You know, I, I, think the, I think we have to let the legal system deal with Pat Sorbera and Jerry Lougheed. And, and I just uh, would hope that the Premier would finally accept some responsibility, uh, admit that she was wrong, and, uh, and allow the system to, uh, you know, to deal with it. Jim, what do you think of that? She's going to have to step aside now. She'll probably still be employed by the Liberal government somewhere. <laughs> well, I, I think I, I, th- I, I can't imagine that the Premier will step aside over this. Hard to imagine uh, that she would, but I guess uh, no harm in asking, right? Um, okay, Jim, uh, anything else you want to add to this? No, uh, except I hope everybody realizes not to vote Liberal next time. Okay. Thank you. Thanks very much. Uh, so, Steve, what impact do you think, as, as you talk to your own constituents, does it seem to you that this is something that's likely to stick, or is it, you know, it, it happened up in Sudbury, it was quite a while ago, What's your take on it? Well, I, I, th- I think the uh, I think uh, when it, re- it really drove home to me, Libby, back in uh, in February of 2015, when after a very short period of time, uh, the chief electoral officer, after doing his investigation, found that apparent contravention, and a lot of people focused on the criminal charges, and uh, I think there were many people very upset when those criminal charges were stayed. But but I always tried to to bring them back to the fact that that the chief electoral officer is an independent officer of the legislature. He's not uh, beholden to any political party, and I take him at his word that that after his investigation, that if he found apparent contraventions, that at some point, uh, you know, justice will be served. And and I think later today, um, you know, we'll 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 start to see that with that recognition of uh, of the fact that uh, this isn't politics as usual. We 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 deserve better. Uh, yeah, but again, what do you think the impact on the wind government? Would oh, be? I think it's devastating. I, I, I think uh, you know, in the middle of two by-elections, um, you know, both in Ottawa, Vanier, and Niagara West, Glanbrook, I, I think it's going to be a major impact uh, in those by-elections, and I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big issue. And no do you question. Th- do the timing is is there any problem with the timing in terms of the fact that that it 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 is. Uh, you know, in by-election season. I mean, look at what's going on in the states with the, the release of uh, you know that wacky information or non-information with a week to go in the election. Well, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I've, I've many times over uh, since uh, uh, December of 2014 written uh, the uh, the commissioner of the OPP and asked for an update on this matter, and and I I happen to feel that uh, that that the, the OPP have had have to have had to do a, a a very thorough job with their investigation, given the fact that uh, it impacts um, the politicians at Queens Park. And uh, you know, I think in the days and and weeks ahead, uh, while that uh, case uh, develops, I, I think there's an opportunity for the government to uh, to recognize that they they made some mistakes. And uh, you know, I think that's going to be what people uh, in Niagara West, Landbrook, and Ottawa, Vanier look at. But right now. I think they're not, uh, and rightly so, they're not impressed with the government. They're not happy with uh, what happened in Sudbury, and uh, I think it's going to come back on uh, on the government for sure. Okay. Steve Clark, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Libby. Bye-bye.
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.